0: Whoops. John Foster, how are you? I'm
1: good, sir. Mr. Clark, how how are you doing? Catch up on your sleep yet? (laughs) No, (laughs) no. There'll be a few days of that going yet. It will be, yes. Uh,
0: Folks, welcome to episode 161 of the Fight League Atlantic Exposure Podcast. Uh, Sitting here with my good friend and partner, Mr. John Foster, after an incredible weekend,
1: Fight League Atlantic 2. Mr. Foster, give me some thoughts. Man, I mean... You know, as exhausted as I am, I still can't sleep at night just because I'm up thinking about the fights now. It was it was awesome. Everyone everyone came and, and put on an awesome show. But, uh, you know, even with the small crowd we had, it sounded like the place was packed. Yeah, uh, everyone cool. was into it. They were screaming their heads off and, and watching the replay again last night, man. The whole thing was just, it was deadly. I, I'm super happy with it. I'm, I'm really happy it went through, obviously. You know, Jesus, it took us, you know, over a year and a half to finally make this second show happen and uh no regrets and and fully satisfied with the the product that was produced fantastic
0: yeah well said
1: I agree um yeah no no certainly no
0: regrets uh a lot of a lot of events on my end uh I come out of the event always looking for improvements and always like kind of frustrated with some of the mistakes that were made on our end and I don't have anything to say Yeah. Um, uh, From the commission breakdown to every single staff, every single athlete, coach, the fans, everything about it was a ten out of ten, and uh, pretty special weekend, man.
1: So thank you for your hard
0: work too, first of all. Oh
1: please. Oh please stop, buddy. Stop. You get out of here.
0: (laughs) No, really though, man. Like we, hey, like people don't (laughs) understand the stuff that goes. Well, I think people do understand what goes on, but some people don't. And, you know, at the end of the day, like these events take months and months, months and months of, of hard
1: work just to get to a point where, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's a, it's, just so many moving parts, man. It's, it's a thousand piece money-making machine mm-hmm. sometimes or a money-losing machine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, but you know what? There is, it literally is that many, that many little pieces that have to come together to make it work and, and, a, and an army of people. Um, even, you know, just the crowd that it takes to get the cage up and down to the mm-hmm. commission, to the judges and everyone else that runs the show and makes it work to the security and the staff at the venue and the fire marshals and insurance and the electricians, like it Everybody. goes on and on and on and on and on. Like, it, it's incredible what it takes to pull it off. And uh, the fact that it does go off and, and work uh, and run smoothly. is just, it's just amazing. So yeah, it really
0: is. It's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty special thing. Like you you talk to the coaches, you talk to a lot of athletes and everybody's so respectful. Like if it doesn't fire you up as an MMA fan or like a person, a competitor or a person on East coast here, if nights like this don't fire you up to be motivated, to become better and, and like to, to pump your club harder and to work harder as a fighter, then I, I don't know what does because like this kind of stuff is these nights are just memories that just can never be taken from you. And, and when everybody's exactly. so happy and leaves, yeah. and,
1: it's awesome. people are going to be talking about these fights you know the guys that involved especially they're gonna be talking about them forever you know we had some great performances uh we saw a lot of heart we saw a, a very high skill level considering the records of most of these guys like mm-hmm. they just they've been training for a long time they they have the skill set and they're just now kind of getting into the, the amateur sport again being opportunities in the past weren't there the last couple of years obviously there hasn't been anything going on. And uh, even for ourselves, you know, we did the first show and we wanted to go right into the second show. To do it so much later it was almost like starting over again. So I think yeah. as well, once we managed to do, you know, five or six shows in fairly co- close proximity, it's going to get even smoother. And, and then obviously the things we talked about layering onto our, our production, like in some replay and stuff, that'll, that'll come into play down the road, right? It's uh, We're going to grow, the clubs are going to grow, the sport's going to grow in Atlanta, Canada. Yeah. And i think all together we're just gonna turn that turn the mma and the martial arts scene out here uh just up to an 11 right so
0: yeah it, that's what that's the whole goal, man. that's very very well said buddy that that's it that's exactly what it's about and kind of coming together as a community I, I, we've preached that i know i've preached that uh, with our events since 2014 and you know come it, it, it takes a community man period mm-hmm. like you can you know yeah. like we're we're the ones that uh, kind of putting on the shows but nothing's possible with it without everybody's involved like whether it comes to the fighters to everybody the coaches trainers everybody so we we thank you everybody out there listening and being involved and and putting it on the line to to make this event great so it's it's a lot of love and, and respect from our end and and it's only going to get better so like john said so
1: absolutely yeah you know the amount of support is just you know it's been fantastic. So you know, I feel like everyone came away from it with, uh, kind of high hopes and, and, uh, unlimited possibilities going forward. Um, I just seen Aaron Van Tassel pop up there. Uh, you know, young kid that just started training with us not that long ago has been training around Halifax first fight. Let's get into it, man. Let's just run through the card and, uh, you know, give our two cents, man. Like this, this was a fight that, uh, we didn't really know what was gonna happen, right? You had a guy with some kickboxing experience. We had another guy, really a grappler. Uh, Aaron managed to land a head kick early on, which mm-hmm. uh, which kind of set the tone It hit the ground. Um, and he took over, man. I mean, two super respectful guys. Great, uh, great, you know, great matchup. Good back and forth until Aaron caught him fairly early in the first, but uh, anything can happen, right? And it's always nice to see these new guys come out on top like you know someone has to lose which always sucks but and, uh but you know, the, that that's fantastic. it to me I, I look
0: at it as is as as i said to every single fighter that went in there and as soon like when they come out like this is not a, i don't look at this as a loss like, this is experience. It's an mm-hmm. amateur fight for a reason. You turn pro, everything disappears, and, you know, yeah. you start over. So yeah. get as much cage time as you can get in here. Take these opportunities. Run with them. Learn from that. David's going to learn from that. Aaron, you know, he went in there stoked. You know, he was ready for this opportunity for a long time. David's yeah. had some, like, experience in there. He's had these moments before. And it just was his first time in a, in a cage, and, and things happen. But... Both respectful wonderful kids who represent their communities well and, and that's all you can ask for man like exactly. put on a great show hug one another give each other a high five share yeah. a beer if you're old enough
1: i uh, <laughs> think everybody on the card was they uh but yeah super respectful of each other and just carried themselves in their clubs really well um it was awesome seeing a great way to open the card so. yeah it
0: was super exciting fight good for aaron good for dave super happy right both Absolutely. we're also super 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 super
1: super man <laughs> A super a lot yeah we're very positive right now yeah <laughs> it was a super day yeah we didn't lose. everything's good of the show's done it went <laughs> fine yeah uh fight two we got into uh the heavyweights chris vickers and fabian man you go from a 45 pound fight to a heavyweight fight everything changes you know like there's yeah. there's, <laughs> there's a lot more weight being thrown around and uh Again, a couple of guys coming in 0 and o, but looked really sharp. Uh, I mean, the ground game obviously wasn't as advanced as some of the, uh, some of the other fights, but Fabian pulled the win off there, and we did see some great control yeah. on the ground. The stand-up, a little more back and forth. These guys were throwing fairly heavy. Um, very evident Chris's Taekwondo background, the way he, he closed distance and, and picked his strikes and... Uh, but yeah,
0: it's interesting, though, be, like Fabian's got a great story. You know, this is a kid who's come in and lost, like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to say over 100 pounds in the last year. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong on that, uh, if anybody's watching. But this is a kid, like, who, who's really changed his whole lifestyle to become this fighter, mm-hmm. uh, trained with Lenny over there. And really, like, they're, he's just really changed his life. And it's been a pretty cool process to watch on social media. It's it's really impressive to see somebody. And now he looks, he looks like a bin. Like Big Ben Rothwell in there or something. Yeah. You know what I yeah mean? Like, yeah, yeah, 100 pounds in 10 months, you know. So that's oh, a, a pretty impressive thing. And then you have Chris over on the other side who's, you know, comes from a, uh, the Taekwondo background, but just started grappling probably in the last year, too. So both of these guys are pretty new into the grappling side of things and in uh-huh. MMA in general. So it was incredible to watch these two young. Like, both of these guys are 19. Or 19 yeah, that's wild. Years. Like, yeah. The, the skies it it the was hit. a really good
1: matchup and for their first fight and then to get a couple rounds in too, right? We uh didn't happen until the third round. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to give away all spoilers, I guess, but, you know, By the replay. everyone knows what happened now. Uh You know, it didn't end to the third round, so they did get a little bit more round experience in there. And, and like we're talking about being an amateur, like getting your time in the cage, learning how to cut weight, learning what you need to do leading up to your fight, not burning yourself out or getting hurt on fight week, all these little things you learn along the way. That that time in there is going to pay dividends yeah. um, coming into the second fight in the third fight, and I think it was quite noticeable. The guys that had even just one fight previously coming into their second fight looked a little more experienced. You know, mm-hmm. no question. I agree. It's a, it's
0: that's the whole idea. of This rule set, and you know, uh, some people. It's just an adjustment for a lot of people because it hasn't been this way for not only here but other places around the world for a long, long time. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it as this rule set is super, not only it's just going to take time, like growing pains, but you look from five years down the road, you look at these people who are coming under this rule set, it's only going to help everybody. Absolutely. It's longer, like they're, it's going to legitimize themselves. It's going to uh, add length to your career. You're going to be healthier as you get into the pro ranks. You know, you're not taking those massive headshots in your first or second fight, banging your head off the canvas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's a it's a great thing for to evol- you know, take the, evolve the sport in the proper way and, and help these fighters grow. So
1: I, I, I yeah. like it. I, I mean, there's a ton going on in the next martial arts fight. So if you can simplify it even 10 or 15 or 20% by taking away elbows to the head and knees to the head and, and ground strikes, I mean, that's going to, it's going to go a long ways towards you being able to focus on, okay, I'm kickboxing, I'm grappling, and then you can layer on those extra elements. By the way,
0: maybe I shouldn't ask this on a live podcast, but I'll ask you about it later, actually. Something right. happened there. <laughs> Something happened. Anyway, let's we'll
1: talk about that later. All All right. Right. Let's get
0: into the third fight. No, no. It, fuck, that's awkward. Okay.
1: Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened with the rules. Yeah, I don't know.
0: No, well, let's just talk about it. No, we'll talk about it when we get to that fight. Okay, that sure. sure, yeah,
1: shoot. Okay, oh, yeah, uh, Brett Dewire, Gordon Jewers. I mean, first round submission for Brett Dwyer. The guy just looked dominant. Uh, wicked takedown early off. I mean, when he picked up Gordon, like Gordon's not a small boy, and Brett picked no. him up like he was my size, man. That was that was impressive. Uh, I mean, Gordon looked looked fine up to that point. We didn't really get to see a lot, right? So well it's it's interesting
0: man like there's a that's a classic like striker versus grappling match like brett said in his his, uh like promo video he's like maybe we'll stand and bang a little bit and he's like but we're gonna smart fight the smart fight and i I had a feeling they would fight the smart fight i've seen gordon fight like whether it's you know people like there's again like i told gordon after you know that's the there's the difference right between like uh, mma and the street fight like uh, you get to this level and even in our events like these amateur fights we don't want people fighting at an amateur level and you unless you have like two years experience fighting and training like that's kind of what we want because that's that way you can kind of round yourself up whether it's Mm -hmm. a blue belt in jujitsu or or whatever it happens to be you have those skills so when you get in there for the first time at least when the lights are on you you kind of can you know revert well yeah you you have some muscle memory you can fall back exactly you know when
1: adrenaline takes over and you're nervous as hell Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of these guys that are 0 and 0 or 1 and 0 or 0 and 1 are blue belts or purple belts or brown yeah. belts and have had yeah. kickboxing fights and have had boxing fights and have done jujitsu tournaments and mm-hmm. like And Gordon not was fresh, fresh. like Pretty the much term. the freshest. Gordon yeah. was
0: pretty much like he's got a lot of like scrapping experience, but. When it comes to martial arts, oh
1: yeah, exactly. But he was like, a
0: wonderful kid to deal mm-hmm. with, like a super professional guy, and the sky's the limit for that guy. He's yeah. super humble. He took it. Like, hey
1: man, he works like on his grappling. Who knows what'll that's happen? It, right, like right. He's, he's really yeah. a boxer, and and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that, that's just it. With with you know, might be a good guy Demar for those four ounce fight. fights. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't breached that subject yet, but we're gonna. Oh do shit!
0: <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh, no that was a, a great fight man like uh brett did look great too like you
1: said the slam was phenomenal he it was yeah. a great
0: game plan they came out and, and
1: he, he just know. set that up like he obviously had a game plan his goal was to go to the ground he threw a big shot he ducked under he picked them up he dropped them. he submitted them. yeah textbook grappler yeah. versus striker yeah get true. their hands up drop down take them down
0: so yeah awesome um win. First, first fight 185 took the win
1: yeah man first round finish I mean thats doesn't get any better than that no um Alex Thompson and Anthony Sloan fight four man Alex Thompson is a machine <laughs> so he, he is a terrifying individual dude he has when like
0: you- I think it's like point zero it's negative body fat maybe <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure that would kill you. But <laughs> At least but, you know, literally, point zero zero. Like yeah, every muscle in his body was showing. No, he, he's clearly an optimized athlete. Like, because as far as you know, he's that's what he does. He's Aussie fit, right? Yeah. So he knows how to how to build muscle and build conditioning, and that. Um, with that being said, I thought Anthony came out and was game as hell. hell um, yeah, yeah. He Took was it to thrown him. back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and again, it was uh, the ground game. The, uh, the inexperience on the ground versus just even a little bit more. Um, Alex was throwing some heavy hands to the body mm-hmm. on the ground, which maybe at home, you know, you think, oh, fuck, you can't hit him in the head. It's not effective. Well, body shots will drop you just as fast Oh, as
0: man. He, remember when we were sitting there and he was literally smashed. Hammering his
1: quad. Yeah.
0: He was Smashing literally. Smashing
1: his leg yeah. What is this?
0: Craig Ferguson, yeah, he was literally smashing on his thigh, like, as hard as he could, and yeah. I was like, holy shit, that is hard, like, he was-
1: It was so hard that I was like, yeah, okay, that is a
0: fact. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, are you going to, like, finish this fight with the like, thigh smash? Christ,
1: I would smash my femur in half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was great, man, but Anthony was game, like, he literally took the fight, it was, it was, like, his fight kind of got canceled, and- Mm-hmm. He, he took the fight instantly. He was like, let's do it. So he was really excited about it. And he, he was, yeah, I have team, no problem man.
1: seeing Anthony back out
0: again Not at all. No. And another great guy to work with both these guys, like both, you know, Alex and Anthony, both them great guys to work with, you know, and mm. you know, it was a great result too. So I didn't realize Brett uh, Dwyer lost over 30 pounds or 30 pounds, 60 pounds for this fight.
1: Wow. Jeez. Brett. Whew. He was shredded. That's shocking, yeah. man. Good job. Like well done. Very incredible. It's impressive. Yeah. Show me how. Hard <laughs> right, work paying off.
0: <laughs> Show me how. Craig. Craig Ferguson, the man behind the mic, the man who does it all. Fantastic job this weekend, Mr. Ferguson.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious you said that, Craig. I had an idea for doing an ultimate stream that you was, guys should uh, just
0: put a GoPro on you. Unrated, yeah. <laughs> really? It should be a GoPro. Because then yeah. you can get the reactions to like uh like uh, Cormier. Oh, you should and have Gregor going the whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea, Craig. It is. I'm down. <laughs> i like it i like it cool thanks to our sponsors as well i, I know i have pretty much spoke to every sponsor but you know for, for those we haven't none of this kind of stuff is possible without you you know we continue on we, we move forward we do tons and tons of events we at, at the end of this little podcast we'll kind of chat about our plans next year a little bit as, as best we can um but you know without these sponsors it's you know it's very important uh to have these local companies and national companies supporting Mm. us and and we're just going to get bigger and better
1: with them so thank you absolutely yeah um fight five the women's fight man marie and abby uh rolling it back after the Kumite a few months back where abby took the uh the wind grappling um
0: i had more comments on this fight mma
1: and it was a great fight and you know what we watched it live. Like Abby's obviously physically larger, stronger girl. Um, she was really pressuring Maria. Maria Marie obviously used her boxing, and that's what won her the fight. She she touched up Abby quite a bit, but watching it back again, man, that was a great back and forth For tilt fight. on the on the fight. Abby's got nice straight punches. They were mixing up kicks and 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 punches really well, both of them. Um, she never fault
0: like she was getting tagged. Sometimes she never flinched. She no man. She just kept pushing forward. Like both of them Tons were coming of action. forward. It was awesome. Both of
1: them, game as hell, mm-hmm. and just giving her, yeah. just going for it. Like you see some timidity in the guys sometimes, where they're just kind of hanging back, waiting for the other guy to do something, and they don't really want to engage first. But these girls didn't give a fuck. No. It was just like straightforward, like, her, man. It seems fight. like that
0: happens a lot. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't know what it is about female fights, but it seems like. Whether they have something to prove or what, but they bring it every single time. To me, a lot of the times are the most exciting fights on the card. Oh man, mentally it's, tough, I guess. Like yeah, they sparred a lot too in the past, like they together because yeah. you know they're both in PEI. PEI, yeah, yeah. So they they sparred before. Uh, I never asked them how how it kind of worked out, but but I know they have sparred before, so it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to be that competitive and, and friendly, uh, I love that. How like how yeah. much greater does it get? Like because to me, like John, like you fought before, you stepped in there and stuff. I've done some jujitsu stuff, but I'm I come like I'm not a great competitor, and I come more from the team sport atmosphere. So I I, I don't have that. It's a different thing. But I, I I can't applaud people enough that go in there literally to test themselves, to better themselves, to mm-hmm. challenge themselves. It's such an amazing thing, and for anybody sitting at home, like, and not only who hasn't trained or experienced, like, not even just training in the club, like, if you haven't experienced that, to, like, you gotta because yeah. you, you you get to see these people grow and like you people like see people like Abby and Maria both of them after the fight and they're both smiling and happy and just yeah like it's a cool thing, man. Like, yeah, it's a life The way it should be. Like yeah. you, you have
1: someone else that's willing to put in just as much work as you are. like you said like optimize and improve your skills improve your conditioning improve your mental game the whole thing i mean it's a massive undertaking and a journey that each fight you should just continuously be progressing along and learning and and developing um and to have somebody that's willing to step across from you and go at 100 you know and and try to put you down with you know like i mean that's why you have a referee right you don't have a referee when you're sparring because you're going to let your teammate go or whatever yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but in a fight yeah. like it's it's let's go it's time to really test it and see what we can do mm-hmm. um and if you're anything but grateful for that other person that's willing to take that chance with you then you know maybe you should give your head a shake very <laughs> very
0: well said man because we, we all know how many fights get canceled and how many you know like all these fighters like every single one of them we lost one fight due to a work complication that was the only reason why but yeah. we lost one fight since we lost that event in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, to New Brunswick, everyone moved over. Everyone moved over. Every everyone got their continued. meds done.
1: Everybody got their relicense done. Yeah, yeah. All the shit that we had accomplished already in Nova Scotia that had to be done from again over in New Brunswick, and yeah, yeah it, it was, was incredible amount of work and a bunch yeah. of tedious bullshit. That uh, you know, it's tough to do that on, on top of training camp and, and day job and, and everything else, right? So. Yeah. And yeah. it will get better
0: as you move forward in your career. You'll yeah. have other people that are, and it's probably good for a lot of you now. But you know, surround yourself with those people who want to see you succeed, who want to help you and help you do that paperwork, help you get your medicals done, so you can train more. You know, coordinate so you're, with you're, us. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. You work, work with us as best we can. Like we, we're always here to help, and, and we don't always mean to bug anybody, but we 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 know what we're doing. So put the trust in us sometimes and uh, we'll work together and get it done. Yeah. Justice Copeland. Such a good event fights run real commentary was on point and production quality. Amazing.
1: Appreciate the feedback, man.
0: A guy who spent a lot of time in that cage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's uh, and watched a lot of pay per views. a great guy. And uh, it was great to see Jericho there too. It was, it was a great event, man. It was cool. I love seeing all the community come together. It's such a wonderful Same thing.
1: here, man. It's always one of the best parts about all the events. Yeah. It's getting the crew together
0: yeah it's not a motley crew i i wouldn't want to be like someone who came in there and like had a problem with the coaches <laughs>
1: <laughs> honest to god right like that's one of the things you watch these fights and it's like ufc vet in this corner ufc vet in this corner yeah. ufc vet in this corner double champ in this corner it's like all these it's cool all these guys that have been yeah the top guys around atlantic canada and, and fighting in all the larger organizations of their corner and and working with the new breed of fighters it's it's super cool yeah it is yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Robbie and Matt fight six in, in the featherweight division. The underwear
0: boxing. bandit.
1: Man, this one I was almost disappointed it didn't go to the second round. I knew Robbie with you know had the boxing background, and Matt obviously with a kickboxing background, both of them with probably fairly equal ground games. Um but yeah, sometimes you zig instead of you zag, and, and uh Matt Harness just has that killer iron bar. That's a, that's his uh, that's his money move and he, he made it happen. Um yeah. yeah, that was pretty much it in a nutshell, right? Yeah, it's it's
0: one of those fights you you know you wish it went a little bit longer, you know, to see I just want to
1: see a little bit more. What you know see what be a, Yeah, I thought there was gonna be a bit more stand-up. I thought we were gonna see Robbie maybe try to get inside like Maria was doing and using the boxing against someone a little longer. and, and Matt uh, just took
0: him down. Yeah, man. Right, right away. I was quite shocked it, but this fight, very well was, rounded,
1: good tech, you know, good technical win it was yeah. that simple right like he, he played a smart game and mitigated risk um matt bringing up the 45 pound tournament absolutely like we've got a ton of feather weights i think it makes a ton of sense to run a tournament across two or three events um you know something we both were absolutely right you know right when he said it mm-hmm. and something we talked about actually in the few in the in the past already so yeah, like that idea i think that's probably our our fullest division as far as depth of talent there and yeah and other guys available at 45 so yeah that's an exciting yes. division and, and it's got a it's got a bright future with some with some interesting matchups and and comp- competition ideas moving up towards that belt so
0: yeah that's it man that's it you know amateur belt pro yeah,
1: yeah so oh, yeah alex jeffrey i also
0: love watching great events fight tail the tape could be a nice addiction addiction <laughs> you know, our first our first event we did have a tail of the tape uh we usually do but to be completely honest uh alex we didn't because of uh, how busy we were uh, to gather those details from all these athletes who are already working beyond uh for two different events it just became a nightmare uh mm-hmm. so we said you know what we're just going to skip that uh, for this and just kind of focus on
1: getting the event off the ground. So that
0: will be back next event. But, uh, yeah, our apologies
1: on that. Yeah, for sure. And, and as we are able to do more consistent events too, like we'll be able to gather this data and have, you know, better photos and things like this that we're working on. But uh, when your events are gapped two years apart, it makes it difficult to even, uh, like everybody's yeah. medicals had to be redone again and you know it's everything crazy, starts from scratch. Man. So,
0: for anybody who isn't aware of just the kind of stuff that does, like John mentioned a little bit earlier about these events, and people have often wonder, like, how is amateur boxing allowed to move forward? Well, we aren't. They're, they're not under this commission. So anything that's amateur, professional MMA or professional boxing are under these commissions. Anything else goes under their own commission because they're sanctioned under an Olympic body. Or ISCA, which is International Kickboxing Association. Any of those, if they have a governing body from an, initial, an international body, they can use the rule set and they can – have their own kind of commissions they don't have to do medicals blah 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 but if you want to take it to this level which we are at that's the way it has to be so
1: yeah you work for the combat sports commission these guys are trained to make sure everything's pulled off smoothly and and safely of course that's why there is such strict medicals and Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth but and we prefer
0: it that way truthfully at the end of the day no one wants anybody to get hurt And that's the whole idea about it and compete safely and move forward. And, and, you know, we saw everybody walk out of that venue healthy and, you know, we had lots of, so many safety precautions there, but I got to give another shout before we move on to the New Brunswick Combat Sports Authority uh, Commission as well, because Mr. Legier, Mr. Whalen and and their entire uh, uh, crew were were fantastic to deal with. Blew us away. Everything was in writing. Everything was out front. We knew what we were paying. We knew what we were doing ahead of time can't say the same about nova scotia so uh we haven't no, decided what we're gonna and, do and,
1: and some things that uh you know Danny especially passed on from his experience running events that we're going to incorporate into our next ones to make things a little more smoother and and make the back end of things um a little more cohesive and yeah so it was good it's good to have that experience good to have someone yeah. willing to sit down and have a chat with you and and yeah, oh, just man. keep pushing things forward, right? It's
0: amazing. When we moved that over, literally, how many conversations at night, like spent talking, like literally hours at a time, he would spend talking to us, going over things. Like, that's hey, man, it's pretty you impressive. Know, Justin McKenzie's
1: got to work with those guys, you know, chat with those guys for a minute. Like, what do we know what yeah, the doctor looks true. like here? Not <laughs> exactly.
0: Is there one? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Justin McKenzie, amazing show, boys. You're live on my job site right now. Hello, boys. Hello, I hope you're working hard. <laughs>
1: Up there and Justin Breton. isn't working very hard. I no, just kidding, buddy <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: over there doing arm drags in the corner. Yeah, that's right. He's a good guy. I'd love to see Justin back on a car very soon too. Absolutely. That's that's someone we need to uh thanks, Matt. Make happen mathematical. Great rapper. Check out his music. mathematical Next fight. I I called it the underwear bandit, but I guess like, you're talking about Matt and Josh.
1: <laughs> you said Matt and Rob. <laughs> oh yeah oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. you're like oh yeah yeah Josh LeBlanc, Matt McDonald uh, Matt McDonald Island kickboxing again and Josh NB top team um, veteran well one of the guys that was off our, our first card and came out, came out of that successful with a great showing um, man Matt was uh, very loose and, and seemed very comfortable in there Josh took about a round to get warmed up had a really great second round I mean, both of these guys took shots. Both of these guys walked out of there with black eyes and and a few marks. Like, they really – it was just another exciting fight. It was a great fight. It was a good matchup. Um, Matt coming out with the the unanimous decision in the end, I felt, was fair. He definitely pushed the action. And this guy didn't really seem to slow down at all either. I thought he mixed it up really well. And both these guys' conditioning seemed to be on point. Josh obviously throwing heavy hands just like the first event, like what we talked about. Leading up to this one, um, yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, that it was simple. a great fight, man. I agree. They both brought it and it was fun.
0: You know, Matt uh, chirping a little bit before he's an interesting character. He brings a little bit of a different, unique style to him, but yeah, um, it was, it was a good fight. Um, my only suggestion would be uh, to bring some underwear next time you do weigh in. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was a, a wonderful fight, man. I
1: like, yeah. Yeah, man. interesting. At least they can fight. Uh Rob Logan and Thomas Johnson. Wow. What can we say about this fight, right? It was everything we expected. It was gonna be a more um man. This was probably fight of the night. I don't I don't think there can be any argument in that. It's definitely up uh up for grabs, <laughs> for sure. I mean, it so was you're just, putting me on the spot was, here, right now. Yeah, I'm trying to much. think what to say, like, but it was just, it was just. I'm gonna say, back, right, like the way Thomas came out and was teeing off on Rob, like it just, started, it took Rob a little while to kind of, I think, get his bearings in his range. Um, Thomas was just landing everything with, you know, some good straight punches and some hooks, and then the second round, things kind of started to turn. Thomas's conditioning seemed to diminish. The move to 205 definitely paid dividends for Rob him up in his condition at a level he did, I believe, is what won him this fight. When he was able to come back in the third round, I think he was just maybe a step ahead of where Thomas was starting off the fight. Uh, I think he slowed down. And uh, and then when Rob, man, he just... They were both catching each other the whole time. Rob landed a couple in that third round and then put him away with the TKO. Holy shit. You know, to, to dig out of that hole he was in in the first round and come back and win was hair raising it was fucking well man
0: you know like i gotta give credit so i gotta give credit to rob man because this is a guy who never stopped training once yeah this pandemic never stopped sharing social media never stopped working on sponsors never stopped improving himself Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. there were many times him and I would talk about things and it was just both of us being negative because we we're both pissed off about the whole COVID, you know, that kind of thing because yeah, we're both passionate in the same, you know, and yeah. it, it was pretty impressive, man, to, to see somebody like that. Who was like, who's our, you know, our age or a little bit younger than us, but who, Don't who, yeah, he's yeah. So, but it was, it was awesome to it's like a hundred to see, man. Like I, I just, I had Denny, the the commissioner, come up to me at the end of the fight. And he said, I cannot believe how tough that man is. Yeah. Like, it was just there were some.
1: There were some shots in that first round that probably would have killed me or you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the best part, and like, we'll, we'll get
0: talking about Thomas here in a second, but man, I have an echo here going. Someone watching, hold on. I got an echo. Can you hear me, hear me, hear me? I wonder if it's being played in another room or something, but it went away. Um, there was a couple shots where Tom uh, Rob got hit up against the fence. <laughs> he literally was, he just smiled back at it.
1: Yeah. Showed him his mouth. Yeah. Showed him
0: his mouth. He's like sitting both. up against the cage
1: with the cage, holding him up, waiting for Thomas to wait in so yeah. they can just chuck. Just amazing, man. It was yeah, an yeah, incredible. Dude. That they came out for the third round and just went to work. Like, it was awesome. Man. Guys are animals.
0: Awesome. Different. They really the are. man. World. like, Thomas is a guy like who, who has tons of experience and has a great grappling background. And he, yeah. like he, he, and I knew this going into the fight that, you know, I, I heard from different people that, you know, you know, who are around him, who are like, listen, you sh- you got to take this fight to the ground. Like obviously Rob's a heavy hitter. You know, you should take your fight to the ground. You have mm-hmm. a little bit of an advantage mm-hmm. there, maybe see what happens. And For he sure. h- said, hell no. Yeah. Like, yeah, not a chance. Like, there's like Justin. He said, "I suggest going." He said, "No, I'm coming to fight." And he, yeah. he, like I talked to him the day before the
1: fight too, and he said, "No, man, I'm meeting him in the middle." He and did too. He did. Well, I mean, he had him down the first at one point, and you could tell Thomas was. I mean, he, he was on top. Rob couldn't really do anything with him. Um, and then I don't even think he tried to take down again. I'm pretty sure no. It's
0: the first round, I think. Yeah, yeah, bit. he had you him know, down the first round, and he down.
1: controlled the whole situation, right? while he was on the ground um but man yeah they literally walked out the middle and went to work and uh both those guys i would love to see fight again no. tomorrow i saw, saw to heal up first but
0: <laughs> you know what I no, mean. me too i agree it was it was incredible I, I was i was pretty happy about it um i don't know about fight of the night now you kind of put me on the spot here a little bit with this but there's how like to uh, it's like to me, it's it's, it's a tough between to Abby and Maria. Yeah. To be That's, honest, like they say. had a good, but they I think we do both. Truthfully, I think it's two fights of the night, and we just move forward because they both put on hell of a performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I no, I didn't think it hit the. I didn't think he had you down either, Rob. Uh, he tried it. He had him up against the fence. <laughs> he, he tried to get Rob down, but he didn't. And then he backed up a little bit a couple times. If I if I'm correct but um it was man the fans were going nuts it was awesome man it was yeah. a great fight fight of the night for sure just both fights were how do you how do you make it any better yeah i don't know It'd be off the top that's yeah. for sure wait for the video video is going to be great i talked to tom yesterday just to make sure you know how he was doing kind of thing and uh, I was just a little concerned. And uh, he said, man, the only thing that hurts is my thumbs. <laughs> he said, that man is a hard head.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> them little gloves. If you swing your hooks in like that, yeah. you just destroy your thumbs. You really got to turn them over. Yeah,
0: back. so he was having some issues with that. But you know, <laughs> great guy, great people, you know, both guys, again, who, who just wanted to who improve. And Rob, you know, moved himself into, uh, you know, into position for a great fight next mm-hmm. card.
1: He did. Absolutely. Not. they both came to fight. Yeah. Uh, fight of the night. Yeah, absolutely. The uh Matthew Tarantini, Drake Farrell, this might have been the highly most highly anticipated fight. Um two guys coming in, one one and oh uh Drake with, with two two Kumite wins, you know, where he took out his whole division um you know Tarantini is an absolute stud and an athlete these guys have both been tearing up the grappling scene uh, and basically everything else they compete at um so when they got together I mean it seemed to me like Matthew maybe had the physicality to take Drake down and get on top um you know he's very controversial fight very controversial fight I can say it seemed like he slowed down a little bit maybe after the first round Drake did look like he had the better of the exchanges on the feet when they happened. And, and he did more damage on the ground is what it basically came down to. Heavy hammer fists, short hooks, and uh, and one up kick. That, that seemed to really do a lot of damage. Um, Drake pulling off the decision. Yeah, it was crazy. And like you said, a lot of controversy because you're dealing with one guy who was on top the whole time, but not really being as active as the guy that was on bottom.
0: Yeah. So, which was odd from a commit like you know it's, i don't know man it's it's, it's interesting with scorecards like
1: mm-hmm. one
0: score was 30 27 and two are 29 28.
1: yeah i don't you know, know 30 27 29 28. yeah was it was possible, no sure. i don't know yeah, yeah i don't know where the 30 27 yeah. Came from. yeah you man. know i felt like matthew handily won the first round the second two were kind of for grabs the third one i think maybe drake a little more ahead just because he caused yeah, so much that, damage like, no Matthew's question about to be.
0: It. no question that's a
1: drake one. yeah he, that, he was that, definitely punched yeah. up after that third round, and well, there's uh, the upkick. The upkick dropped him, but dropped there was some him. other like hammer fists and one. stuff yeah. that were so hard, man. He was, and he was catching, he was catching Matthew, you know, right in the right in the money spot, yeah. short left hook temple on the side, little right. hammer fist, yeah, right in the side of his jaw, his temple, and his the ear. There, it was,
0: it was a great fight, man. Like, Ooh, man. I, I hold on a record personally, in, in my opinion. Like I'm, I'm super proud of both of these guys, both yeah, in, you know, phenomenal relationships fight. with, you know, yeah. both wonderful guys. Um, but I gotta say, like me personally, I scored a draw.
1: Yeah, I can definitely a, get behind that too. And that this, this team. is one I would love to see rematched anytime. Yeah. Next fight, fight after, you know, if if both parties well, are down and, for that. I mean, if if Tarantino's camp, like I know these guys were pretty pro. upset. Yeah, well. But Either here's way. the thing. So, way, this is what I wanted awesome. to talk
0: to you about. Okay. They signed waivers, I guess, to to add strikes.
1: Yeah. So, did you know? I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I signed off on it. So, okay. I'm glad. What happened know. was uh, good. <laughs> well, someone did. <laughs> so, their camps approached the commission to see if these guys could be bumped to the advanced rule set, which sure. allows the ground Makes strikes sense. right to the yeah. head. Makes a ton of sense. They've both been training for like 10 years, they both have tons of experience. Um, Both teams were cool that the New Brunswick Commission said, yep, it makes sense. It wasn't just a blatant, no, we can't do that. Like, you know, it is in Nova Scotia, right? So they did it. The commission drafted up basically a waiver. Everyone signed it. They brought it to me as a promoter. I guess you were just not there at that that point, right? So they came and saw me. I signed off on it, and they got to fight advanced rules. And that's what won Drake the fight. If there wasn't bumped to that advanced rule set where he couldn't have strike on the ground, Matthew would have won hands down because of his top control.
0: Here's my question with this being saying, and again, maybe this is conversation for not on a live podcast, but so are are we allowed to do that for any fight now? Like, to me, I look at that as like, because we are the ones who know the experience of these people.
1: Well, exactly. Well, I'll I'll say right now, obviously, the New Brunswick Commission is open to it when it makes a ton of sense, like it did for that fight. Totally. These guys are very high level, right? So, if there's a fight that makes sense, they're at least open to listening and considering it. Where in Nova Scotia, it's never going to happen.
0: Oh, my God. Because we've
1: had guys that had their three fights and were able to go to the advanced division, fight someone with two fights, and they wouldn't allow it to go to the advanced uh, division, even though both fighters wanted it. So, that's basically what you're dealing with. Definitely controversial, my yeah, that's it, man. Like, there's, I had a
0: lot of people, like, I talked to Sago and Pat, like, I had so many people, like, tell, tell me different things. And everybody, know, it's just a, yeah, super it, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was, it's, it's, it's weird because, and again, it's, you have these two high level guys who are so mm-hmm. competitively mm-hmm. matched. Like, we've seen it in jujitsu so many times where, like, they just negate one another because, A, they know each other's games a little bit and they're both brilliant high level competitors. Mm-hmm. So they're just, you know, like, nullify each other's games, but, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what the deal is there, but you know, if these two gentlemen want to talk to their coaches, that's a rematch. You do every like that's a no brainer. That's a, a no brainer.
1: If if you've got something, you know, if you let if the you fans know, if you don't agree, with, you us, don't agree with it, well, you know that that's one way we can we can prove a point. Um, you know, with that being said, like I think Matthew definitely had the first round. I think Drake definitely had the third round. The middle one's definitely up in the air, but it is kind of nice. To see a judging coming from the perspective, like back in the day, if you got a takedown at the end of every round, you won the fight. It didn't matter what the fuck happened in between. You yeah. could be beat to shit, but if you get a couple takedowns, you win. So mm-hmm. the judging has come to the point now where they're they're watching from top and bottom. I mean, close guard is a neutral position.
0: Did right? they talk about that during the rules meeting?
1: Why? I mean, it's aggression, it's like- control, and uh what's the third thing it's scored on? I wasn't there. But, I, but no, like in general, right? So, they no, they didn't talk about it in the rules meeting how it was going to go down. But if you beat the piss off somebody off your back and throw up submissions and the guy on top really doesn't do much besides hold on to you, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe throw a couple strikes, maybe miss most of them anyway, you know, you're in a fight. Like, in the end of the day, the guy that gets beat up more loses or should, right? I mean well, Yeah, it's
0: it's such a tough call, man. Like, I'm gonna say, like, to I'm a impartial on, on it.
1: I either way, I could see each team. Oh, totally. Either way. And I rewatched yeah. the fight again last night because I again talking to guys immediately after the fight, it's so hard. Yeah, everybody's it's so emotional hard to make a, everyone's emotional, but you yeah. also the third round often dictates how you leave feeling about a fight? Sure, of course if you're right it's just human nature like yeah yeah yeah. so watching it back and watching it with more like so you know okay you know maybe drake just controlled that first minute now matthew just controlled that 30 seconds and then matthew controlled you know there's like a 30 seconds of neutral and then matthew controlled a minute well i give that round to matthew for more control and more Mm -hmm. damage but now if he's getting touched up the whole time and gets a takedown at the end i don't control give that to matthew and personally, right? So I, I don't know, man. It's I wasn't
0: listening to you. It's
1: all good. I'm <laughs> just <What's>
0: going on. <laughs> I, I <was> just, <laughs> you were talking. I was listening. I was thinking about Derek Lewis's thought there about Derek Lewis is right. They, they, like they're Derek's not going to stay so in. High, high level. Tarantino yeah. wants to go pro, but Drake needs. I think he wants a couple more amateur fights. So I yeah, don't know if that'll happen, I mean, going
1: but, pro but, off a loss. I mean, you can go pro whenever you want. Someone's going to have to pick you up and, and put you on a card. And I don't think that's going to be a problem for any of these guys. They're no. Just that good. Man, so,
0: they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, man. Sky's the limit for both those guys. So let's hope we see them in the near future. Let's get into the main event.
1: Yeah. I mean, we kind of got what we expected with a, with a, just a hard-nosed brawl, man. I mean, we knew Hank was a game guy. We knew he was going to come in and just try to make it a dirty scrap. Um, really more of a boxing fight. Jordan obviously much, much longer uh, range and, yeah. you know, a little more maybe of a precise fighter, a little more technical and with the ground game to boot. And he used that to his advantage. I mean, you got to put Hank on his back or take him down, I think, to really mitigate a lot of that risk. And Jordan sure. did a great job of that. He looked very experienced. He looked very sharp. And when that cut opened up on Hank, I mean, I think that that kind of changed the demeanor of things. And then the finish was literally on the last second which was insane it was was one go 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 first round that left a lot of blood on the mat and he pulled that submission off it was like tap tap on the buzzer incredible so that was it was cool man it
0: was was a great fight you know both those guys they came in they brought it and they
1: brought it hard right yeah hats off to both those guys and and I mean, not the main event that we had scheduled, like two completely different guys that ended up being, and, uh, you know, we just appreciate the hell to those guys for making that happen. Oh, too. of course, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's
0: a, it's a interesting. Yeah. People are asking about Jordan Noseworthy normally fighting at 185 and mm-hmm. he he's, he's an interesting body frame. Like he is a guy that easily could, I shouldn't say easily could, but I think he, he, he's like a Tarantini. You know he's just ripped. No matter mm-hmm. what, he could be 155
1: or 250. He's still gonna have 58 abs. Yeah, he's
0: just one of those people. And mm-hmm. he just, I mean, he, he didn't
1: cut any weight to make the to make the fight. No. He was eating the day off. He was just trying to basically keep his weight up because he was 207. Seven.
0: Yeah, when he weighed exactly, in, so. lost eight pounds, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He's uh, so he he he's been he mentioned about there's the moose. Randy trains with him out there at uh, championship. But so like yeah, I agree. He'd be a super small two hundred five, or even. He wants to be. Uh, he we, a couple of people were calling him out. Uh, Finn McGagger. Um, he so he's a guy from Manitoba. He was going to fight, and then it, it just didn't work out for the main event for Jake. And anyway, uh, but Jordan, he's been asking to fight Jordan at one eighty five, but. I don't know what'll happen, what Jordan is interested in doing, but there's another guy, like if he wants to defend his heavyweight title, you know, if not, like the, that fight, Jake uh, Cunningham, Zach Garcia at heavyweight is an interesting fight, too. Um, and then, you know, so who knows? There are some options there, I think, for Jordan, wherever he decides to say pro or if he wants to go 185.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's just, a, he's a good fighter and someone else yeah. would love to see fight again. Um, I think 85, like everyone is saying, is, is definitely got going to be more advantageous to him. But, I mean, he's the kind of guy that obviously can do well against larger guys as well. Tall and yeah well, track,
0: yeah. well, he's training at a high-level gym, too. You know, yeah. he's putting the work, and he's doing the right he's things. Been and, a long
1: time. I mean, that's seven fights. Yeah. Like, it's a lot, right? So
0: He's been competing for a long time, yeah. And not only that, he was amazing to deal with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, one very big thing for us. Very like, nice uh, Yeah, like, uh, one big thing, like, just a word of advice for anybody, like, is if you're like be respectful to the to our team and and you know when we when we need things done just try to get it done as best you can because Mm -hmm. some people sometimes i think that you know and i'm I'm being a little maybe this is going to sound a little arrogant but our production or quality of stuff is very good and i think sometimes with the, the world we live in sometimes people automatically think that we're the ufc you know and oh like we have money to just spread around and just time time. and everything like we both you know work full-time jobs and we're we're doing the best we can to run this promotion in in the last 19 months with all our team around us and thank you to our team but uh yeah and uh, everybody's been great but just anybody in the future that is looking to to compete just be very very respectful of that because uh pretty simple like if if you're not you just go to the bottom of the pile and we just don't work with you so it's yeah 500 people looking to compete for us and and yeah so
1: yeah not to be a dick but it's like yeah exactly if you know there's a lot of great talent and if you're a great fighter great but you also have to be Someone yeah. that can get their paperwork in on time and get their medicals done and be easy to work with and yeah, big part of it big, it all comes into play, it. man. Because I mean, we you you know you work with us, we have to work with everybody, yeah, and we have to make sure everybody gets pushed through the through the uh the requirements to get in there and and uh everything else for marketing and medicals and all that. So
0: I don't know why I did that.
1: Because yeah. there's a of a, pump in there, a of pope in there. There's of So I like. <laughs> <laughs> Programmed
0: everybody. Just, I'm not even Catholic. <laughs> Jason, thanks for the camera work and grabbing my butt during the stream. I got, I was up around the cage and he, the cameraman grabbed my ass and I, I thought it was the commission member. <laughs> no, it was. Oh my. Yeah, it was a good time. Abdel, yeah. there's a guy. That, no question about Abdel needs to be on the second card. Guy
1: Absolutely, that... yeah. We were, were, we were trying to get him on the first one here on this one. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: I yep. agree. So. Absolutely.
0: What's in the- Oh, it's your last name for thanking
1: all this. Just... <laughs> well, I'll tell oh, you
0: that's a cool, story. That's cool, Rob. That's cool.
1: Why not? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Giving fist bumps, Rob. Atta a boy! All right, folks. Well, we'll we'll get uh, a little more details out. we the replay is up at FightLeagueAtlantic.com until tomorrow morning, uh, and then it'll be taken off. And then uh, obviously we'll start doing some editing and marketing and blah blah blah. Uh, January twenty second, submission Kumite four is booked uh john and i'll start working on that in the next week or so we haven't kind of quite decided what we're going to do uh with that but we'll we're, we have decided a few things but nothing that we're going to put out there just yet so uh and then when it comes to fla3 uh we're working on that as well this week and we'll have some more information for everybody in the next week but amazing event can't thank you enough uh for sponsors fans athletes friends family Chelsea, uh, you know who you are and how important you are to me, and, and thank you for dealing with everything behind the scenes. So, John.
1: Yeah, same, man. Just massive thanks to everybody that, that showed up and helped out. You know, the Harveys that drove up and helped put the cage together. You know, the rest of the guys that came up with me and spent the whole weekend. You know, like there's, there's a lot of people that give up their whole weekend um, to help us make this event happen and be part of the event. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. You know, everyone yeah. from the fighters to the to you know to the people running around making things happen to Jessica running the apparel table and the intake and everything she did and David yeah man yeah. Danny and the boys putting on the, just you know the the quality of the the of the pay-per-view I I love it man because I mean we see it live and then I come home and watch I'll you know, get to watch the intro show and the lead up and all that stuff man. yeah like blow away with how how great of a job those guys do and and we're just fortunate to be able to work with such such amazing people man. oh man
0: it's it takes a it takes a mountain and we're we're super lucky to be to to have people who are loyal to us you know that's mm-hmm. a big thing with us is loyalty you know we've been doing this for a long time and there's other people who have come and gone and other people who aren't so loyal but you know whatever those people we just continue forward in a positive direction on our way and, and
1: try to put out the yeah best man we can, we're so. doing everything we can you know we're going to keep moving this thing forward and and yeah building those relationships and building our team. And they're going
0: to go with us wherever we go. That's it, man. Let the mountain continue to grow. All right, folks. Well, thank you, everyone, for watching uh, the recap here. Um, It's been a wonderful weekend. We love you all. We thank you for your support. And uh, we'll have some more information in the coming days. So uh, we don't have an FLA2 edit highlight yet, so we're going to put on a Kumite highlight to end the show. Back January 22nd, we'll be back on Wednesday, actually, with another podcast with some of the fighters from this past weekend. We'll be chatting to them and the wonderful experience that they've had. Lots of love to everybody. John, lots of love to you, man. Thank you for your fucking heart. swear. No need to swear. Sorry, mom. Thank you for your hard work. Nothing can be done without you, man. Like, I know you and I tell each other to F off sometimes, and we're, we're, like, plenty of fights behind the scenes, John and I, and plenty of squabbling, but... Way more positive that yeah. comes out of like we just understand each other well. We work really well together, and I mm-hmm. appreciate the hell out of you, man, and the hard work you do. So, yeah, you too, man. Onward and upward. There buddy. she goes.
1: Yeah, people don't see us on the phone every day. Figuring out the fucking logistics of all of this. My mom's uh, not watching. Yeah, there.
0: Yeah. And then you get Isaiah asking for a free ticket. See what we say <laughs> about the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> <laughs> you buddy. No, I'm just joking. We love Isaiah. He's a guy that's been around for a long time. Great guy. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, lots of love. We will see you very soon. See you, Johnny boy.
1: Thanks, everybody. Peace, brother. Nation, no debating, crown me king I'm tired of waiting. Yeah. People champ, I gotta face it. You disgracing people sense it that you're faking. I'm the Lord, I'm Michael Satan with the flow and we'll take him out, annihilate him. Yeah. No mistaking, new sensation, hood pope, pulling up the ruling nation. Catch uh. up, right, heads up. Yeah.